morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. Good morning. <laughs> Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Uh, Good morning. <laughs> Welcome Shana to this beautiful Friday morning as we approach the Feast of Trumpets this evening. And we just want to say hi. The day is, it's the 15th day of September. The year is 2023. This is daybreak. Live. Live. <laughs> it's also if you're not Friday. And you just accidentally hit a thingy. I hit something that it was, was a window <laughs> that popped up. It was a window that popped up. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I didn't. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for All right, good morning. <laughs> so that thing popped up this morning, so when I clicked video, it went to the wrong thing. We're going to sing an old song we wrote many years ago called Beware of the Storm. At least that's the name of it now. We don't sing this song anymore, but we thought it would kind of fit the lesson today. Told is coming true. Just watch the sign. Don't let his coming catch you by surprise. On the glorious morning, he appears before our Will you be taken? Or will you 
Yeah, we changed the key like right before we started, and man, I was all over the place. Oh, uh, that was fun. You were fun. Yeah, but that other key was a lot higher because we wrote that when we were much younger. Yeah, <laughs> and it's early. But... And it's early. Hey, it was fun though. Hallelujah. Yeah, it was. It was hard. My voice is cracking. <laughs> So, so am I going to get to blow this trumpet? Blow that trumpet if you can. I don't believe you can. You say, why I'm blowing the trumpet? <laughs> you got it, Mama. You can do it. Yeah, you just want to try that. <laughs> That's good. No. That's good. I did it really good before we came on. I did. One really good blast. Well, good morning. It's still better than this one. Still better than this one. Ooh. That's right in my ear. That was good. <laughs> fear Not Friday. We didn't say that together, but it's Fear Not Friday. We're going to jump off our regular. Actually, Miss Lisa asked me yesterday, why don't you just do some teaching on trumpets tomorrow? So, I actually only... Got ready to do that this morning, right before we went live. So hopefully it'll turn out all right. It's just kind of amazing to me. Often people ask us, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Actually, we were in studio. The, the studio engineer where we are recording, he is a Christian. And, and the other engineer is a Christian. But they have no idea what Trumpets is about. And so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of interesting uh, that people know so little about it. So today, uh, we will talk about uh, trumpets. It, it won't be all you need to know or all you can know, but it, I'll give it a, a highlight at least, okay? So let's begin here. The Feast of Trumpets. Now you may hear uh, what you will, let's say if you have a Google Calendar on your phone and you see one of those dots and you push it, it'll say Rosh Hashanah. Why does it say Rosh Hashanah? Well, Rosh Hashanah means head of the year. And uh, my partner, Brother Bernie Morris, one of the elders of Church Without Walls and the associate pastor of Church Without Walls, uh, I'll never forget a few years ago, he was teaching a little on trumpets. And he gave this little jingle, and it'll really help you remember if you're a music buff like us. It goes like this. So Rosh Hashanah comes and then Yom Kippur. So here's how you do it. You go. Are you ready, Mama? Mm -hmm. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, hey, 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 Yom Kippur. Still funny, cracks me up. It does crack me up, but it's easy to remember if you ever want to know, well, what comes first? Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, just remember the little jingle. So there are seven feasts of the Lord, seven. Just like we have holidays, say, the 4th of July, that we decide uh, we want to celebrate this day as a memorial, okay? Anything that we decide to do as a memorial. Well, if you have a Bible, if you have a complete Bible, and you have both Old and New Testaments, okay, there are seven memorials that the Lord commanded His people to keep. Now, before I go any further, let me make something very clear, and I need you to listen to me very carefully. Please. The Lord Jesus, Yeshua, okay, 
and the day and age that we live in, you do not have to understand or know anything about the feast of the Lord to be saved. God has made a way where whosoever will in every tribe, tongue, and nation, if you will repent and put faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, receiving him as your Lord and Savior, you will be saved. That is the gospel. That's what we preach. That being said, so you don't have to understand anything about this, and this is why most of the Christian church today, much of the Christian church knows nothing about it, because you don't have to know anything about it. However, you do read a Bible to where God commanded feasts and festivals and memorials, and the, and the truth is all of these memorials preach the message of salvation. All of them do. So there's seven memorials. Let me let me kind of give them to you. Okay? There's seven. First, it starts with Passover. Passover is where the blood is put over the doorpost and the lentils, and the death angel does not enter in to take the firstborn. Okay, that is, when we look to Jesus, he is the Passover lamb. Apostle Paul said, for Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. So Passover and the blood that's shed for the passing over of the death angel points to the work of Jesus on the cross. Okay? The next day, right after Passover, the next day starts the Feast of Unleavened Bread, where you eat leaven, unleavened bread for seven days. That unleavened, that Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days points a picture of the sinless Christ and the sinless state that we will be as we live with the Lord in the future. The third day is first fruits. Okay, so you've got Passover, you've got, that's on the 14th, the 15th, then you've got first fruits is the third day. Paul says Christ has become the first fruits of those who slept. The first fruits is talking about the resurrection. The third day, Jesus came out of the grave. Now, that period starts a seven-week period known as the Feast of Weeks. This is the fourth festival. The Feast of the Weeks, the last day of that, is called Pentecost. Pentecost is a memorial of what it was a memorial throughout the Old Testament of the giving of the law, and in the New Testament, it's a memorial and remembrance of the giving of the Holy Spirit. Just as the law came down, the Holy Spirit came down. And so we see fulfillments in these in the work and ministry of Christ. Then you have a period of time, and then you have what's called the fall feast. Those are the spring feast. These are the fall feast. Now, all of the feasts, so then you have feast of trumpets. Feast of trumpets signals the harvest, the end of the year the changing of the seasons, and it begins the days of awe going all going to Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day of the year, where the priest would go into the Holy of Holies one time a year. Okay? Now, Jesus, Yeshua, has fulfilled that in actuality, taking his blood. He said, touch me not, Mary. I have not yet ascended to my Father, to my God and your God. 
and it is a memorial. It's a remembering of Jesus going in, taking the blood as a high priest into the Holy of Holies in heaven itself for us. Okay, and then Sukkot or Feast of Tabernacles. So the uh, number five is Feast of Trumpets. Number six is Yom Kippur. Number seven is Sukkot or the Feast uh, of Tabernacles. Now, the Feast of Tabernacles is the one that remembers all the Gentile nations. And I didn't mean to teach on all these, so I, I may be going too long. It's good, ain't it, yes. Mama? Okay. Yes. So, Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, is where in Jewish literature, the Gentiles, the world was thought of. That's why they would offer 70 offerings, 70 rams. They would do this to remember the 70 nations. The number 70 is a type and a picture of the rest of the world. Jew, Gentile. Notice Jesus sent them out two by two. Then another, he sent them 70 out. There is reasons for all of this. Now, the point, like I said, you don't have to know any of this to be saved. But the your faith deepens and it ties your entire book together and you understand it better. Yeah, and it makes, it's like, God, you are so God, amazing. you're so awesome. That none of that was a coinky dinky. None of it's a coincidence. <laughs> you know? Right. So all of them, in a sense, are, are, are fulfilled. We have, like, tabernacles is communion with the Lord, and we have that through the Holy Spirit because of the work of Christ. Now, but that being said, there's another understanding and another deeper understanding to them as well. For the feast, also for someone like me, also reveals the two comings of the Lord. That is to say, there's another sense in which the first four represent the first coming of the Lord, the Passover, the first fruits, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the first fruits, and, excuse me, the and Pentecost, the giving of the Holy Spirit, and then the fall feast also are a prophetic picture of, of the second coming of the Lord. And I want to show that to you today. All right. So if you've got your Bibles, if you don't have your Bibles, I actually went and got all these this morning. It took me a little while, but I got all of these. So you can just look at your screen and I'm going to go to Leviticus chapter 23 verses 23 through 25. I'm going to read. It says this. Here we go. Lord be with us as we study this. And God, give revelation to anybody that happens to be watching and listening, whether podcast or on video, or just speak to their hearts. And, and get, let them get excited about you. In Jesus, Yeshua's name. Okay, verse 23. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work. In other words, you don't work on that day. No customary work. And you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. Now, all the offerings have been done away with because of the offering once and for all of the blood of Yeshua, the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God. Okay. So, but, so tonight at sundown, we'll begin the new moon, the seventh month, Tishri. 
the blowing of the trumpets is why it's called a day of blowing or a day of blasting, or we say Yom Teruah. Teruah means blasting. It's a day of blasting or easily more, more easily understood in English, the trumpets. Now, something else that's interesting about this. In Judaism, the two days were reserved because they didn't know exactly which day would be the one, and they waited for the priest to, to watch and see. And so two days were actually reserved for the beginning. Yeah, because that new moon is sometimes hard to spot. New moon know? is hard to spot. And so you would wait for the priest to go, say, okay, it's the day. So two days were actually reserved for it. Now, check this out, because no one knew exactly the day or hour. Isn't that cool? It is amazing how your Bible all weaves together like a beautiful basket of salvation. It became so, known as the hidden day. Yeah, the hidden day. The hidden day. The day of mystery. So, that being said, this is where God puts it in. He begins the seventh month history with the new moon and so it's a day of blasting celebrate blast blow the trumpets and so they did that for many years now we want to jump over now to the book of joel and i want to begin to tie this prophetically into the coming of the lord so there's much more we could read but i don't want to do that Oh, I didn't show you this when you should do no customary work. Now let's go to Joel chapter 2, verse 1. Here we go. If you don't have your Bible with you, just look at the screen. If you're driving, don't look at the screen. Okay. Joel chapter 2, verse 1. Joel is a prophet, and he says, Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all of the inhabitants of the land tremble. Why? Why do you tremble? Now, this is fear not Friday. We don't have to tremble. But the inhabitants of the land need to tremble when the blowing begins. Blow the trumpet. Let the people in the land tremble. For the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. So it signals what's known as the day of the Lord, the blast of the trumpet signals not only the changing of the seasons physically in the year. If you notice the seasons are changing, guys, it signals the changing of the seasons, but it also signals the changing of the seasons of the age of the earth, where we leave this present age and begin to enter into the age of the messianic kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to show it to you. It's cool. It's awesome, okay? And so you blow the trumpet. You shout. You praise. You celebrate. Why? Because it's signaling the time of the Lord, the fall feast. All right. With that in mind, the day of the Lord is coming. The day of the Lord is at hand. And you can do your, your own study on the day of the Lord. Now let's jump over. If you want to jump with me, let's jump to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. Let's see what the Apostle Paul is saying to the church of God, which is at Corinth. 
And it says this. And we're going to read 51 and 52. Behold, I tell you a mystery. The Apostle Paul, the Jewish Apostle Paul, to the Gentiles, says to the Corinthian church, the church of God at Corinth, I want to reveal a mystery to you. Okay? Here's the mystery. Now, he just got done saying in verse 50, flesh and blood can't inherit the kingdom of God. Okay? Verse 51, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now, every Christian out there listening to this, everybody grew up in church, you've heard this, right? Look at verse 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. What? At the last trumpet. Then he says, for the trumpet will sound. The blast of the trumpet blow the trumpet in Zion. And now he says, let me show you a mystery. The trumpet will sound. What's going to happen? And the dead will be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. What he means is, everyone that's still alive and on the earth in that day, he says, we shall not all sleep. That's the mystery. We're not all, everybody's not going to be in the graves at this time. Some people are still going to be praising. They're going to be in church houses praising. They're going to be on hillsides praising. But at the last trump, okay, what in the world is that? But the trumpet, so we know the last trump is a blast of a trumpet. How do we know that? For, he says, at the last trumpet, and then he says, for the trumpet will sound, the dead in Christ are going to be raised. That means down here at Defeated Creek, at the where all of my family is buried, there's going to be an opening of the graves. The trumpet is going to sound, and the dead in Christ are going to raise. What's that have to do with anything? It's trumpets. It's trumpets. It signals the coming of the Lord and the day of the Lord. It's a mystery, and it's beautiful. Let's look at another one. You want to turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Oh, I went to Revelation. I don't think I marked this one, but I did put it on here. I'll just read it off the screen with you. I didn't mark it in my Bible. 16 and 17. Let's look at it again. You've heard this priest on all your life, right? But you didn't know it had to do with trumpets. The Feast of Trumpets. Rosh Hashanah. Yom Teruah, Yom Teruah. <laughs> okay, here we go. It says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then, check this out, then we who are alive and remain, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then the next verse, which I don't have here, says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these sayings. 
So we we bring comfort to each other, saying, "Hitting Christ going to rise." The voice of the archangel, the archangel is going to blow the trumpet, and the dead in Christ are going to raise first. Then we which are alive and remain, we're going to go up. This is called the rapture. We're going to be raptured up with the dead in Christ, meet the Lord in the air, so shall we be ever be with the Lord. Guess what another signaling of trumpet is then? The wedding feast of the Lord. Blessed are all. I think it's Revelation 19, 9. I don't have this in my notes, but blessed are they that are called to the wedding supper of the Lamb, for He's made it ready. Can you shout hallelujah to that? You should be able to. But, you know, on the resurrection morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise, I'll have a new body. praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Been singing that since I was a wee bit toddler. I had no idea that it fit together with the trumpets. Now let me show you just another couple of things before we get off here today. Okay? So turn to the book of Revelation. Chapter 8, the book of Revelation, a lot of people are like, oh, the book of Revelation scares me. I don't like to read that. You know, here on Daybreak, we went through that entire book. You remember that? You remember going through the book of Revelation with me? Here on Daybreak? You can probably still find it all uh, on CWOW on YouTube, archived, if you uh, want to go back and watch that. But we went through the book of Revelation, and here's what we found out in the book of Revelation. There are seven seals. The seventh seal opens seven trumpets. The seventh trumpet brings seven vials of wrath. Now, that speaks of, the vials of wrath speaks of the judgment and the bowls of wrath that are poured out on this earth. For the day of the Lord is at hand. If you go back to Joel chapter 2 and you read of that, it'll say it's a day of darkness and gloom and he talks about this vast army that's moving forward and devouring well it's not devouring believers you don't need to be afraid of it if you are a true believer in the lord jesus christ yeshua hamashiach okay revelation chapter 8 verse 2 here we go now verse 1 said when he had opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And then verse 2, what I've got on the screen. So look at it with me. And I saw seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Why do you think that the Lord told his people at the beginning of the seventh month, I want you to declare a holy day, a holy convocation of the Lord, and I want all my people to gather together and blast the trumpets. And I want this to be a memorial for you. And I want you to always do this. Always. Why? This is why. Because God tells the story of creation. Now I got the anointing just fell all over me, man. God tells his story. He's been telling his story through the prophets, through the priests, through the sacrifice, through the feast. He tells the story of redemption, the story of salvation, the story of how we can be saved, both Jew and Gentile, grafted in into one new man. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. Seven trumpets began to sound and they began to start sounding. One more scripture. That was the second to the last. Now go with me to Revelation chapter 11. You're going to love this. If you love God's word, if you're loving this study, you're going to love this. Check this out. Now, what was it Paul said in the mystery? Paul said, at the last trumpet, at the last trumpet, what was he talking about? Now, prophetically, Paul wrote this before John wrote the book of Revelation. But Paul was receiving from the Lord, and he said, I want to show you a mystery. I want you to reveal, I want to reveal a mystery to you. There are blasts of the trumpets, but there is one called the last. The last. Now, I ain't very smart, but I figure if there's seven trumpets, the seventh trumpet is the last one. So, let's look right here. In Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. Are you with me? Did I put it on the board? Then, now, now all these, all the trumpets sounded and different things are happening on the earth. There's a shifting going on. There's a final reckoning taking place. The God's people are getting ready. You know, they're getting ready and they're shouting. There's, there's, uh, <laughs> not, there's thousands preaching the gospel, getting everybody that'll turn ready the hearts are being hardened of the Egyptians and the pharaohs who don't want God. They don't care anything about God. Well, their heart is getting harder and harder. And then the seventh angel sounds. Verse 15, the seventh angel sounded and there were voices in heaven saying, what are they saying? What's the voice they're saying? The kingdoms of this world. It's talking about this world. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. The takeover has just taken place. The trumpet sound. And, and you just, you know, People fall down in heaven. The, the 24 elders fall down. They worship. They're like, blessed are you, the one who is, who was, who is, who is to come. They're praising God. The temple of God is open in heaven. And uh, wow, a resurrection takes place. The witnesses are raised together and go up to be with God. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing time. So, all you need to be saved is just trust, repent and trust with all your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and His finished work on the cross of Calvary and you'll be saved and you get to take part in this. But don't you understand how understanding the whole story brings a deeper reality to the gospel and it helps you understand that from the beginning, when God took a people out of Egypt, the people that, that, that is going to bring us the Holy Scriptures, when He separates that people from Egypt, and when He gives them commandments and gives them a feast, they all have a purpose to preach a sermon 
It's God's preaching of a sermon that is done every year, every year, every year. And some people are hearing the sermon and some people are not. Just like every Sunday, every Saturday and every Sunday, everywhere sermons are preached, some people are hearing the sermons and some people are not. They're just going through the motions, right? I hope you're not going through the motions. <laughs> I hope that you are ready for that day the trumpet will sound because it's going to sound, friend. I don't know when. I don't know when. Now, tonight... No, it's going to sound tonight. Yeah, it's going to sound tonight at Providence Community Church in Hartsville, Tennessee. We're going to eat from 5.30 to 7. It's bring a blessing, bring something. We're going to eat together. About 7, we're going to kick off. We, the Nesbitts, we're going to probably play three songs, I'm thinking, three songs. Then we're going to turn it over to Bot Rivka and her husband, George. They are from Israel. Their home is in Israel. They're in America. Uh, Bot Rivka is uh, an Israeli born. She was born there, and George married her, and they have a home in Israel. They are in the States. They're going to be with us in Hartsville tonight. She's going to sing, and I think he's going to do some teaching as well on the Feast of Trumpets. I hope you can come out and be with us. It doesn't cost anything. However, we will be taking up an offering for them, but it's not going to cost you anything. You don't have to give a dime. But just come and be with us tonight, 7 p.m., Hartsville. It's 20 Providence Road, Hartsville, Tennessee. Won't you celebrate with us? If you got one of these, or you got here, hand me that, babe. <laughs> you, oh, you got either one of these. Bring them. If you can blow them, bring them. If you can't blow them, bring them. Let somebody else blow them. <laughs> We're going to just blow trumpets, praise the Lord, and think about the day of the Lord when he comes and all this craziness is over. When it's, he's signaling the end, my brothers and sisters, and all this craziness is over, craziness is over. We don't have wicked governments now. And Jesus, Yeshua, comes on the clouds and he takes over this world for himself. We're going to celebrate that time. In Jesus' name. And we're going to pray in just a moment. She walked around here so she won't say uh -oh. something. So, yeah. I just want to say, enjoy it. The the Lord gave us the feast of the Lord, and there are there is joy in celebrating that. Yes, there is. It's not a legalistic, heavy, burdensome thing. It's a celebration. It's a time to set apart for rest and reflection on the Lord and to be joyous of his promises coming to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Amen. Father, we thank you. We look forward to the blast of the trumpets, Lord, when you will declare to this world that you have just taken over. There is a new king on earth. And Lord, when you are signaling the time where you and your church, made up of both Jew and Gentile, the one body will reign with you over the nations of the earth. What a glorious time, Lord that it is and it will be. And Father, I just I pray for everyone who watches this or listens to this broadcast today, that you'll fill their hearts with love and fire and the Holy Spirit. In the precious name of Jesus, Yeshua, your Son, our King. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be your, your name. name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Love you guys.